Greetings in the wonderful name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. It is always a pleasure to have you on the program, His Word. I'm Tim Gosdube, and we are going to have a wonderful time, 30 minutes of reading God's Word in the three-part series on prayer. Today we are looking into praying according to the will of God. What is the will of God? What is it that we have to do so that we know that He hears our prayers and responds positively or He responds to those prayers? The Bible says we should pray according to the will of God. What is the will of God? Today I trust your message will change your life and you align your prayer to pray to the Lord and see a difference in your life. We shall read the Bible in the book of 1 John chapter 5, 2 verses, verse 14 and 15. Remember, we are continuing with our series on prayer that we started last week, and next week we are completing it. There are just three subtopics I wanted to define. It is based on what we have been doing as people in January. We were praying, everybody was busy praying. But it came into my spirit that we need to understand that some of these things God will answer on certain conditions. And God has conditions. As parents, uh, those days when a, a, a child will request maybe I'm asking for a t-shirt or a whatever item, they would advise that you have to be a good person and align to what the parents do, the rules, and do not, don't disobey. Now it comes to us that what is it that the Lord expects from us and what is this are his standards such that we are accepted and he accepts our prayers amen so today we are looking into making your prayer to get his or god's attention the first the first part of the series was god's something our sins were blocking our prayers to the lord and the lord cannot answer us because he cannot see we've been blocked by sin and we need his son and to align our ways of life amen so today we are looking into making your prayer to get or to get god's or his attention uh, that god would adhere and listen to your prayer and give you an, an, a response we're going to read first john chapter 5 verse 14 to and 15 i will read now, this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us whenever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked. Father, we thank you for your word. May we hear what you say and may it nourish us and make us grow in your ways. Amen. That's the word of God today. Our sermon or our teaching is based on that. Now, I have been involved in quite a number of uh, leadership positions or leadership uh, in church and uh, even outside, but mostly is in church. One of the things like when we are guiding, especially if you are a youth coordinator dealing with young people, it is always not advisable that you give them strict rules that uh, you do this, you do this, you do this. Because they will feel capped, like they won't do things the way they want to, or what is in their heart. What works best is that you just set the benchmarks. You cannot go beyond this. You cannot go on this. This is, your, this is your space. Play around here. It's like God has said that to us, that play 
in this space. And then what is the space? Because he is saying anything, ask anything according to his will. The according to his will, it means there are standards or there is a way that this particular request has to be made or particular conditions that have to be made. This is your own space, your domain, but this is the, the domain are the conditions of the Lord. Now, what is the definition of the will? Anything that we define as a will, it is an individual's desire or wish. We know the will when someone is dying, but before they die, it is their wish that when I'm dead, this is how my assets will be distributed. But if we come to the context of God, if we talk of God's will, we are talking of his plans or his purpose that guides our actions and decisions. Amen. That is the purpose of God. His will is that there is this guide and this plan that God has for us and they guide our purpose and our decisions. Our plans have to align. This can only be attained in the word of God and through prayer. Amen. Now, I want to define a little bit on the definition of the will of God. If you read the Bible in the first in Ephesians chapter 1 verse 5, let me just read. He predestined us for adoption to himself as son through sons through Jesus Christ according to the purpose of his will to the praise of his glorious grace which he has blessed us in the uh, in the beloved. In him we have redemption through his blood the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace which he lavished upon us in all wisdom and insight, making known to us the mystery of his will according to his purpose, which he set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time to unite us all, to unite all things in him, things in heaven and things on earth. Now, what I was bringing up here is the issue of reconciliation with God, that God, his main purpose or main wish as God is to maintain the relationship with humanity, which is us. That is God's will, that he maintains a relationship through Jesus Christ. The second will that is there I want to elaborate on is also found in the Bible. He wrote, Paul, when he was writing to the, Paul, to the church in Colossae, he said in Colossians 1 verse 9, And so, from the day we had, we have not ceased to pray for you, asking you, asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. Now, what is this wisdom of his will? What is this will of God that Paul is talking to us? Because Paul is talking here that the knowledge of his will, the knowledge of his will, that they understand and that they know the will of God. If he was speaking to us, he would be saying, he's praying for us as we are here, that we understand the will of God. He's talking about the knowledge of of his week. Now, what is the knowledge? Verse 10 on the first Colossians chapter 1. So as to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord. That's the will. The first part of the will. That you work, walk in a manner worthy of the call. Such that we are pleasing to God. Bearing fruits of every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. That's the will of God, that we increase in his knowledge, that we walk in his precepts and as he has planned as God. 
Now, what does that mean? It means our prayers should align to this purpose of God, which is actually working in the walking in the worthy manner and in a manner that bears fruits of the Spirit. Thessalonians, 1 Thessalonians 4 verse 3 talks further about the will of God. It says, 1 Thessalonians 4 verse 3, For this is the will of God. Now the will of God is explained. It is your sanctification, our sanctification, that, we, that you abstain from sexual immorality, that each of you know how to control his body in holiness and honor, not in the passion of lust like the Gentiles who do not know God, that no one transgresses and wrongs his brother in this manner because the Lord is the avenger in all who do these things. What I want to draw your attention is to abstain from sexual immorality. Other versions, if you read the RSV, it talks about someone knowing how to take a wife in a way, in a godly manner, rather than taking a wife through lust. Now, now it brings us to the understanding of the passion of the flesh, of the, of the flesh, or which is lust, or which is whatever the desire to be in sin, which is revealed in our lives. The, the, the Amplified versions talks about for all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, which is the craving for sensual gratification. The craving for sensual gratification. This term is normally uh, applied when it's talking to people sexually. But I want to bring it to the context that it's talking about. It is the desire to fulfill the fleshly passions. If you want to fulfill your, fe your fleshly passions, your desire to do what is against God, you just want to fulfill that your eyes are excited in whatever you do. It might be in your sight, it might be the way you hear, it might be in the smelling, it might also be in taste. So it is your desire, it's a sensual desire, something that brings, ple that brings pleasure unto you. So if we are following our pleasures, as human beings, we know that our pleasures, uh, the flesh, the way it does, its desire is against God's desire. So as you walk according to the flesh, you will be of laid from his purpose. So if you are living according to the flesh, if your prayers are made based on the fleshly desire, do not expect that God hears what we are praying about. Amen. So it is important that whatever we pray for, as we pray, make sure that it is not driven by your sensual gratification, that you want to fulfill your selfish desires. The other thing that is saying uh, the Bible is uh, the lust of the eyes, greedy longing of the mind, greedy longings of the mind. Greed, when we talk about greed, it's actually when you want everything to, be, to belong to you. What are we talking about? It is the, ex exercise, uh, the exercise of a desire. If you see something that is good, somebody is doing, and you want that thing to own it. That kind of a desire, God does not appreciate it's not because you don't appreciate what the person has, but it is because you want to own whatever the person has. 
Further, this is a feeling that comes. It makes you like you are not satisfied with what you have. So if you are not satisfied, satisfied with what you have, you always see whatever somebody has, it is better. You are not satisfied with what God has given to you. It causes envy into you. That is a greed desire. It's the lack of empathy. Such people do not care how other people feel. So if your prayers are based on you gaining and not caring on how the other person feels, you tend not to get a positive response from the Lord. The other desires, which is something that comes of greed, is that of not being satisfied. You find that when we are praying to God, God has given you whatever you desire and God has said, this is take it. But you are not satisfied and you feel like God is not actually giving me what I want. That is greed. You are deviating from the will of God. What God has given to you, you are not satisfied. You are also manipulative. People who are manipulative always want to get their credit. You are praying to God that let this be successful, Lord, such that I can get all the credit. I can be the one who is actually said, I can see Mr. Dube is doing this thing and he's good about it. Whilst that feels good, you find that it is based on selfish ambitions. So what is the will of God in all these things? We have to understand that the will of God is that we be reconciled to him. That's the first one. But the second one is that we give him all the glory. Whatever God has given to us, we should appreciate as we pray to him, seek that God, can you give me this out of a desire. Let me explain. If you're praying, praying that God gives me this, you don't pray because you want to edify yourself or for your selfish gain. But if you are doing whatever you are doing to give God the glory and to appreciate him as our God. So God wants us to be people that as you come to him according to his will, our desire, let it be to glorify him and let our, design, our desire be to ensure that it is aligned with the word of God. God cannot give you an answer to your prayer that is against his will. If his, the word of God says you should not steal, you should not commit adultery, you should not lie, you should not do, and you go and pray that God gives you something that is contrary to his word, do not expect that he will answer because that is not his wish. So our prayers that we do for our selfish desires and the prayers that we do that are against his word or his will, those are things that God does not appreciate. Amen. So prayer should be done under the influence of his guidance or the influence of the word of God. What does God say but about this particular thing that I'm praying for? Is it in his way, in, in the word? If it aligns to the word of God, yes and amen. But what is the desire now? Why am I making this prayer request? Is it for a selfish edification? Or it is to give God the glory. I can pray for a big car such that people, I want to show off to people. Is it according to his will? Is whatever endeavor that I want to engage into, we're in line with what God actually wants. So it is important that as human beings, we align to his will. The other thing that the, uh, the, the Amplified Version is talking about here is the issue of uh, assurance in one's own resources or in the stability of the earthly things. Let me read again the verses where it's been some time since I read it. First John chapter 2, verse 16, it says, For all this is, the, is in the world, sorry, for all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, 
which is the craving of sensual gratification, and the last of the eyes, greed, uh, and the pride of life. That's the one I'm in now. The pride of life, which is defined as the assurance in one's uh, own resources or in the stability of the earthly things. As human beings, we are created in a way that we want stability. We want things that are actually Satan, things that we are sure that it is going to work, God is there, and we are sure that I have enough money in my account, I have uh, enough cars, whatever, it's enough, it's in excess. That's what we like as human beings, certainty. But this is something that is a little bit contrary to the word. If you read the word, you get to understand that God appreciates if we put our trust in him. I think he likes it even more if you, like the example Jesus Christ put of the birds that do not actually even plant or do anything, but they solely depend on God. That is how God loves his people to live. However, I know we are human beings. <clears throat> we know we want to get a steady job. We want to get a steady income. We have a, want to have a steady business. That is what we like as human beings, and that is good. But what is not good is that we put our trust on those things rather than God, where we say our success is, no, is only in what we are doing. The problem is that with that is that it makes us not put value on God. If you value your job or you value your business more than God, that's what will make you to say, I cannot worship God. I cannot uh, maintain the standards of God or what the word of God says because I'm going to lose this. If I can give an illustration, I cannot maintain integrity. I cannot live or run my business without being involved in bribery. Because you have put your trust in your business that you get business because you are able to make things work. You are able to work or to live your life because your job supplies whatever you need. So our trust should be in the Lord. God does not say we should not work or we should not run businesses. But he wants us to run them according to his will, according to the guidelines that are found in the word of God. And if we are working in the guidelines, in the living in the word of God, without greed, aligning to his purpose, reconciled to him, we are sure that whatever we pray for, he hears us. Amen. As we come to the close today, I want to summarize that God, the will of God is that we be reconciled to him. That is his will. It is that we do what the word of God says such that our prayers will be answered. Let our prayers be aligned to the word of God. The will of God is that we are asking that our asking be to give him the glory. Let it be for his glory. As he gives you whatever you're praying for, make sure that it is for the glory of the Lord. So if your prayer is for destruction, if I pray for someone to die or someone to, to go to hell, because there are some funny prayers that are made by people, because maybe someone has done something wrong to you and you pray negatively about that. Well, that can be a prayer, but don't expect that prayer that God will answer it. Why? It is because it's against his will. Amen. So as we pray, we should have the heart of God, even if someone does you wrong, something wrong. 
God's wish is that everybody comes to the knowledge of Christ and be reconciled to him. So what he wants from us, even if people do wrong to us, is that we pray that we be reconciled and we be in peace with the people. That's what God wants us to do as Christians. Amen. So as we make our prayer request this week, as we are going to pray this week, what are your intentions? What is the purpose of the prayer? Is it for self-edification or to give God the glory? Are you linked to any other things that is so selfish? Because God knows our desire. Is it for your own gratification or to give God the glory? Is it for security or to trust God? Is it through envy or because you actually need? Because there are some prayers that we make because I have seen so-and-so driving a new car. My prayer is that God will give me a new car. You don't necessarily need the car. But it is because I've seen so-and-so driving a car and I also want it. Those are things that are not according to his will. We have also seen God as unfair in answering our prayers. But he hasn't responded as we expected because he knows our motives. There are times where we have prayed and he gives you the answer. But this is not what I expect, God. But God knew your motive, that your motive was negative. So what is your motive when you pray? Is it for edification to God or it is your selfish ambition? As we pray, let us align to the purpose of God. Let us align to the purpose of God which is found in the word. Let us focus on that God all on earth is about you. As we close this prayer, this sermon, what is this that is it that the verse is saying that uh, we read the book of 1 John chapter 5, verse 15 and 14. Now this is the confidence we, that we have in him that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. How do we know that? If we align to the word and our selfish desire or our inward desires are not selfish are not because of envy, are not because of what we want to get as human beings, because we want to show off, but we are doing everything to give God the glory. So as you have prayed this week, I know every one of us, I believe each and every one of us prayed this week. Can you do a review of the prayer requests that you submitted to God? Were they because I really need what I was praying for? Was it because really... I was not envious of so-and-so who has been awarded this or God has given him this. Was it because I really needed it? Does my prayer really align to God? If your prayer passes all those and then expects to go, an answer from God. But if your prayer was made out of envy, it was made out of selfishness, it was made out because you want to be, to be recognized, it was outside the scope of God. Don't expect that God will answer that prayer. So align your, pro your, your prayer request to what God says in the word. I know someone will say, God, should I, uh, maybe as you have preached, should I not ask something that I wish to have? You should. But it should not be for the evil intent. The intention should be whatever you desire, but let it not be to make God less of what you want and may he remain the center so let us be be according to his will which is following the word of god and we be reconciled as we are reconciled to him through his son as we have read we are then aligning to his word amen
Let's come to a close of the service. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we have read the word of God today where you are talking about understanding or hearing us when we pray. Our prayers should be according to your will. And your will is that we first reconcile with you. And then when we have reconciled with you, our prayer requests are not done out of, anger, of, of selfish desires or out of the word of God, but they align to you. Father, we want to confess that we've been selfish in our prayer requests. Our prayer request has been for our recognition and our, our own edification rather than you. Some of our prayer requests have been outside your word because we are so evil. Our thoughts are that we achieve what will work for us. We seek your forgiveness, God, today in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. As we go ahead starting the week, Father, there will be a prayer. We pray as we do, even this afternoon, we'll start praying to you. Our prayer, God, is that you hear us, but we know that you have said you will hear us if we align to the word and we have been reconciled to you and our desires are pure. Help us, God, to align our prayers to you in the name of Jesus Christ. Well, that's all we had for you today. I believe the message has changed the perspective of prayer in your life. That if for you to pray, it is important to be right standing with God reconciled to God as it is His will. It is also important that our prayers not be not driven by selfish agendas or for our own gratification, for envy, for whatever reason we do such that we can be get the glory. All the glory has to belong to the Lord. For us to proceed in this earthly life, a heavenly journey, let us put our faith in God. Having put our faith in God, live according to the to the will of the lord i trust that the message has changed your life god willing let's meet next time and goodbye